What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Click or Skip. I am Mike. And I'm Sean. And we give you brutally honest spoiler and non-spoiler reviews on the latest and greatest of popular movies and shows. Just a reminder to all the newcomers and the guests who I'm going to introduce in just a second. Um, we give you a short non-spoiler review first, followed by if, of course, we would recommend clicking or skipping. And then we head into a heavy spoiler review and finish it off with a final rating of our own. Um, so this week we are going to be talking about Stranger Things Season 4, and I did bring in a good friend of mine, Dalton, from another podcast uh, that we do um, called The Resonance for Genshin Impact. If any of you guys are interested, make sure to check that out. So yeah, this is Dalton. What's up, man? How are you guys? I'm super excited to be here to talk about Stranger Things. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be pretty interesting because I feel like for the first time... Um, I'm going to be the odd man out on <laughs> on if we like this series or not, which for Sean and I, we, we agree on a good amount of things, but I feel like we're at odds here, and I know your opinion on the show. So Yeah. Yeah, so I feel like I'm going to be the odd man out here, but we're going to get to that. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, good to have you here, Dalton. Um, just a brief little thing here. I actually didn't really mention the rules to you ahead of time, so I'm throwing you in. But, uh, yeah, we're going to do, let's just do, like, five minutes each, very brief, non-spoiler, and then, like I said, we're going to tell everyone whether you click, which means you would want everyone to go see it, or a skip, which means you recommend that everyone passes on it. Um, but, yeah, so let's go ahead and hop right in. Why don't, Sean, why don't you lead the way for us here? Lead the way? Okay. Lead the way. Right. Well, let's see. So... Um, without spoilers, I thought this season was the strongest season since season one. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it paid a good homage to, um, well, I'm trying to get it to stay out of the spoiler territory. Yeah. <laughs> Tiptoe uh, around things. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it was good. It was good. You know, it was one of those, I walked out of it kind of going, it, it made some choices that I didn't necessarily agree with, but I thought from beginning to end, it was really good. Um, and I thought it, it had a nice, uh, through line from, from the start to the end, but, uh, and we've got some really great performances, but we also got some really, I'm not gonna lie. There were some rough performances in, in this episode, in the season. Hmm. And it's weird to me because I feel, feel like you know you would think as the kids get older they get a little bit more uh comfortable in their roles and whatnot but there were not always the case yeah there were a couple characters that i was just like man like they are really struggling um compared to prior seasons and maybe it's because the material is a little bit more demanding now Mm -hmm. um but yeah i think that was the takeaway that i had from it was it was there were moments there were very high moments um I won't get into spoilers, but there's one moment that obviously everyone adored, right? right. Um, but then there were other moments. I'm not moments. sure which which moment you're referring to, so uh, I don't know. Yeah. Why, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, it became a, a, a trend on TikTok. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, okay, all right. So, um, but yeah, so there, there was that, but also there were parts in it that were confusing, and then they quickly, how do I explain it? It felt a little bit um, haste or hastily done whenever they uh, spliced out the things that were inconvenient, if that makes sense. So I would say from a writing perspective, it's not as good as season one. Season one, I think, is just always going to be the the best season. I think it's going to be very difficult uh, living up to that. It's definitely better than season two. I can say that Mm -hmm. definitively. I think it's better than season three, though... There were aspects of season three that I really, really did enjoy. They felt a little bit more like, well, how do I explain it? Like, how season, do you explain it? Season three felt a little more self-aware, and right. season season four felt like it's like okay, we're leaning into the serious aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But I just I don't know if I was prepared for to take it as seriously um, as like season one. 
So right. yeah, I would. I don't know. So that, that's that is. I know I said a bunch of words that probably don't make any sense, <laughs> but that is that is what I'm going with. Okay, and then I'm going right. to stop talking and hand it back to you. So. All right, fair <laughs> enough. Um, I actually I'm surprised because I thought that you were going to be like all about season four, and I thought you were going to love it like straight up, no equal. But that's interesting. Okay, yeah. so Dalton, what about you? Yeah, Remember, so not non-spoiler. Let me just say yeah. non-spoiler again. <laughs> so I actually hate spoilers, so I'm okay. very uh, conscious about what I'm saying. So um, I'll break it into a couple parts, right? Yeah. Um, similar to Sean, uh, I I would also say that this season of Stranger Things was, I th- it was very reminiscent of when I first watched season one, mm-hmm. and it was just a show where I, I like I grabbed my significant other and I was like, we have to sit down and just binge this like today, <laughs> right? <laughs> and and when we sat down and watched season four, it was like kind of the same mindset where we were like, oh, this is really good. Um, so I'm with you there, Sean. I really liked uh, two specific things: the way that it's filmed. Mm-hmm. is just different the 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 best thing the best way to to describe it without sp- spoiling anything is like kind of closer to the end of the first episode where they're kind of showing what's going on in three different locations if you can kind of right and it's very like intense and like slow motion and it's just like this that was that moment for me was was just like oh man I love this like the intensity of everything it all seemed to blend very well together. And the other thing that I liked about this season was I, I didn't feel like the the show was trying to tell me that I was stupid. And what I mean by that is <laughs> I, I can't stand when shows, and, and you see this done in anime a lot, is yeah. when they overly explain everything. And, and there's uh, a scene or a couple scenes actually in this season where uh, – something is basically you're you're supposed to just know what's going on and nobody neither of the characters and there's really two that are aware of what's going on in mm-hmm. this person's life um that they recognize that but the the words are never said and i love that you know what i'm trying to say like i yeah, feel like the show a lot of shows expects will be like, you to take the jump to to know what's going on there exactly right. so i did appreciate that a lot and i, I thought it was very well done uh, I do agree with Sean, though, to the point where some of the acting was a little lackluster, uh, where you feel like, you know, after how long has this show been going on for five five years now? Yeah, uh, just about or maybe a little bit longer than that. So um, I I would probably like blame it on COVID or, uh, you know, some other thing. I was going to say, do you guys are you guys both thinking that the acting was worse in season four than even in season three? Oh, I yeah, uh, yeah, I, I would so. say so. So, do you think and it I, was it was to do with that break? Because it was a particularly long break, right? I think it. I, yeah, I, I think that's that's part of it. But I I actually do think the material is just more demanding in this season, okay. um, and I just don't think, <clears throat> you know, looking back at season three, it had a certain kind of uh, what's the word like kind of cutesiness to it, like. Oh, the conversations mm-hmm. weren't like crazy deep. It it was very like, you know, uh, less philosophical, less philosophical, you whimsical. Know, yeah, a yeah, yeah. little, little more whimsical, right? Um, right? Where this now, it's it's just they they're just demanding a lot out of these actors and actresses and that are um, still fairly young, yeah. still fairly young. And some of I will say I won't get into spoilers. I I will say some of the actresses stepped up to the plate like they 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 swung Mm -hmm. and you know hit a home run but there were some actors that i was Mm. just kind of like ooh, ooh, this is um they're they're doing their best but it's it's hard and there was another thing and sorry i'm I'm, uh, about to say taking it away but there was there were a couple (laughs) times where like they were trying to tell me something but it felt half-baked and i was kind of like okay if you're gonna do this like you need to like you know do it like don't don't skirt around it at all and yeah you either you either full ass it or you don't ass yeah, it. But. yeah exactly <laughs> and there was a couple half assing it um i wouldn't say it was half ass because the you know they, they tried their best but i think the writers kind of wanted to to talk about certain things but just didn't have the guts to really 
uh, swing for the fences on it, if that makes okay. sense. Mm-hmm. Well, well, remember uh, that specific thing real quick, just because yeah. like I do want to come back to that in spoiler section. But Dalton, yeah, you can go ahead and, and keep going. Yeah, I mean, one more thing was was just that in in terms of where I thought maybe some of the acting was, you know, kind of bad is you know, they they are they were a lot younger when the show first started, so I'm, I'm yeah, you know, I, I kind of feel like. It was probably a lot easier. It was a lot more natural for them to be kids and act like kids because they were. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like a lot of them, it's they're now older and they're still kind of expected to play a kid. But, uh, but in reality, they're 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 older, right? They, they are more point. mature. Yeah, they're, so they're, they're trying to like 18 or 19 years old now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So so now they're trying to act like kids down. but they're not kids anymore so it's not as natural and true so it could be that as well but um, very good point yeah but yeah okay um anything else about it or should i i go ahead to hit him with mine hit it before i uh start spoiling people <laughs> all right so my, mine's pretty quick um i have never been a gigantic fan of the series to begin with um i was definitely more invested before i would say around season one and two Three was very meh for me. Um, four is better than three, but there are, I agree, some issues with it that I have. Um, I think they really delivered on the eldritch horror fantasy that we had, because um, you got to see a lot more of what was happening in certain places <laughs> in the show. Um so that was that was cool. Um, we got to see a little bit more about kind of like the hierarchy of things, um, which those are kind of things that I'm interested in. I like order. Um, so being able to kind of know those things now and place them is pretty cool. Um, but that's, yeah, like I, I don't want to go into too much because we're limited on time. But I think I'll go ahead and leave it there. And then we'll get into the spoiler stuff because I'm having a hard time tiptoeing around yeah. this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so guys, let's go ahead and give whether we would click or skip on this. So, Dalton, what about you? Click it. Click it as fast as you can. <laughs> click it as hard as you can. Click it rough and click it hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I would I would definitely say click it, uh, give it a shot. It's Especially if you liked season one. Mm-hmm. If you fell off of it because of the later seasons, I would definitely say that they're worth... Uh, trudging through the mud to get to this season four it's it's something different so i would definitely click right okay fair enough sean um i i think it's definitely a click um kind of you know uh to just harp on what um don't was saying basically uh i hadn't seen season three so i had to binge season three before watching season four mm-hmm. and um yeah i think it's it's worth the binge I will say season two was rough. Um, I was not a fan of season two. If you're going through it and you, you're like, hey, I've only seen season one, you will have to watch season two. But I, I do think it's worth going through to, to get to season three and season four. So, Okay. All right. Uh, it's interesting. I didn't know that you thought season two was the mud. I, I, I would consider season three to be the most. I, I didn't like season two at all. It was very, okay. yeah. Fair that, enough. We can talk about that on a different day. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so we got two clicks. I, I think objectively on this, I have to say click because I think it is well done enough to be like an exceptionally good time for people to see. Mm-hmm. For me personally, I would not have cared if I if I had seen Stranger Things season four. It didn't do enough to really bring me back to loving it like I did in season one. So for me personally, I would I would be a skip. But yeah, I think I think the right thing to do here is to say click because I do think objectively it deserves it. Um, but yeah, so that is it for the non-spoiler section guys we are going to be going into the spoiler section now this is your this is your warning this is your last warning so we're going to give you about 10 seconds of music and then we're going to be starting it up All right, guys, we are back. That's it. We're going into spoilers. This is your final, final warning. So turn back now. 
Um, okay, so let's go ahead and start the conversation of spoilers here. First of all, I just want to say, because you guys, I feel like, are going to have a lot more to say on this than, than I will. I just want to talk about some of the new characters real quick. Mm-hmm. I loved um, Lucas's sister. Oh, my we, God. We, yes. She was a standout for me. Yeah. I Absolutely. thought she was amazing. Oh, yeah. Uh, she was such a cool character. I really hope that we get to see more of her uh, because she honestly, like, I think it was her and then, oh, what's his name? Uh, the oh, the giant beard guy that's always, <laughs> like, the joke of every show that he's in, show or movie that he's in. Oh, um, um uh, why can't I, why did I just forget his name? <laughs> Murray, 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 Murray. Yes, yeah. Murray. Uh, he w- was also absolutely astounding in this. He's season. always really good, yeah. I feel. dude. Yeah. yeah, he is. He's always he's always that guy that's like the the funny side character, but he kills it in all the roles he's in. But this, yeah. I feel like this season particularly, they really let him shine. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, like definitely, like those two characters for me, honestly, standouts. Um, can you guys tell me what the the characters that you guys were thought were delivering like some poor performances. Um, well, Sean, why don't we go ahead and start with you? Okay. So, and take this, you know, don't, don't take this personally. <laughs> okay. It's all, um, personal. it's all personal. <laughs> there's, there's two actors that I, I just was like, wow, like y'all have really just struggled. Um, and I think it's, um, Caleb McLaughlin, the guy that plays Lucas, right? Right. There mm-hmm. are a couple interactions with him and Max, and I was just like, Max, like, uh, what's her name? Sadie Sink, right? Mm-hmm. She's just, she's knocking it out of the park this season. This yeah, season. she killed like, it. She really did a good job. But whenever Lucas was in the same frame as her, I was like, bro, like, she's, like, wiping the floor with you, man. Like, you gotta step up. Like, And it mm-hmm. was just one of those where I... I feel like maybe they didn't do the proper prepping for him to really get him in that in the zone Um, just because a lot of his deliveries just fell really flat. There was one time at the very end whenever they were talking in the back seat and she was basically, you know, talking about him or her having to think of like, you know, a happy place and stuff. And he was like, am I in it? The kind of thing. And then I was just like, I was like, I don't even know if it was the lines or if it was him, but it was just one of those things where I was like, it just threw off the vibe. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's me nitpicking, though. But uh, And the other one was uh, uh, Mike Wheeler. So I just thought every scene that he was in just really didn't add a whole lot. Um, there wasn't like a personal stake that say for instance that uh will had right where mm-hmm. will will i will say will had probably one of the hardest uh roles this season mm-hmm. um and i think that part in that is actually fault to the writers um the, the duffer brothers right mm-hmm. and but mike like will was really like trying to pitch him some softballs and mike was really just struggling to like hit anything and i was just like I was like, I, number one, I wasn't, I, it felt like I, like him, it, he just didn't feel like he had chemistry with the rest of the cast, if that made sense. Um, I don't know if that's right. how you guys felt, but those were the two standouts that were pretty rough for me. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to kind of get that out of the way initially. So, Dalton, what about you? Did you have any issues with him? Yeah, so Caleb was my number one, and it it, it was very apparent when he was in scenes with max especially when it came to being uh in emotional scenes right and i feel like he he really did underperform emotionally Mm -hmm. wise um especially at the end which i i won't spoil just yet but at the end for a certain character and he's there it's kind of like it again underperforming i feel like he just gives the same he just has the same expression the same tone it's like he just it's like he's you could have a serious conversation with him but he just has a straight face yeah it's like yeah. the best way to, to describe it so um the second character th- that i did have a problem with was mike wheeler and where i felt like caleb uh 
went kind of backwards from his previous performances in Stranger Things, where I feel like Mike just stayed the same. It was same old Mike. Uh, I do believe that Will kind of backpacked him through this season a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and you're right, Sean. I feel like, you know, Mike really didn't do anything that was super important like he did in previous seasons. And yeah. th- there there's, I think, Mike's best uh, performance is when Will is there, but Will is legitimately, legitimately has to give Mike a speech for yeah. Mike to give someone else a speech, and it was just really weak. That w- I was. It's funny you were saying that. I was thinking of the exact same scene where mm-hmm. he's telling me, "You're the heart of the of the campaign" and stuff like that. That's right. And, and I was and just that, like, "Ooh, this is." Yeah, that was Mike's only real important piece. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like he was very removable from the series, basically. Yeah, for and, sure. Yeah, so I, I would agree with you guys both there. I also personally thought um, Charlie Heaton, uh, Jonathan. Yeah, yeah. He, honestly, like, there was one scene where I cringed. It was so bad. And that was where he was in the desert with his buddy, and they were talking about, um, you know, they were, like, golfing yeah. on the on the canyon. And he, like, had his little freak-out moment. And I thought, honestly, that was, like, some of the worst acting I had seen. I literally stopped and wrote it down. I was like, oh, man, so bad. So, yeah. What specifically? So it was the way that he reacted whenever he did his little, like, I don't know what's going on anymore with me, man. Like, and was talking about, or was trying to relay his feelings to his his buddy about everything that was happening in regards to um, uh, Nancy and college and everything like that and i just felt like i just felt like it all came off so forced and fake um i didn't buy any of it outside of that scene he did some good stuff um the scene he did at the end with nancy i liked um but yeah but other than that like i think for me that was literally the cringiest scene of the entire movie right there was whenever he had that conversation with his buddy Hmm, that being said i did think also his buddy that came in he did a really good job as well. The so dude. good. Argyle. Dude, yeah, he was just funny, man. I yeah. had a great time with that. Well, um, it, and the thing is, and just to kind of, you know, uh, come into for Charlie's defense, like, uh, I did. Charlie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really did. I love the scenes with him and Will, right? Whenever they're just talking like That was brothers. a good scene. Those yeah. were the ones where I was like, okay, this has like emotional weight to it. But I only remem- of, really remember one of them. Is, are we talking about the bath scene, right? Uh, yeah, where they're yeah where they're, they're filling, filling up, up the bath. The bath, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. And you know, it, but that's the thing is like a lot of the emotional weight in that entire group, right? The, mm-hmm. the I call it group uh, eleven group, right? Um, right. Or the the West Coast, the entire emotional weight just felt very uh, underdeveloped. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, and even certain things like, and I know that they were leading with, uh, Will being gay, right? That was the thing that yeah. kind of pissed me off a little bit, which was, it felt like an afterthought in a way, like it didn't, it, you, you didn't see like, like the struggle that, that he was going through. Like, yeah, it was very much like it was on him. And I mean, for better or worse, he, he, he did the best he could. Right. But it was on him to deliver all the emotional weight of that was toiling within him rather than having, you know, the outside environment kind of impact him a little bit and allow him to react a little bit more. Right. Like, yeah, especially and, during that time, there's plenty of bullies to go around to really get your your heartstrings going for him, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. And it felt like like it was one of those things where Eleven was at the forefront, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. But because she was at the forefront, Will's, um, you know, tribulations got pushed aside until the very end. And I was just kind of like, we really needed a, a little bit of a little bit of trauma <laughs> for us to to, you know, get um, on board with that, with whatever they were trying to do. Um, and even then, they didn't really follow through. So I was kind of like. Are they just going to say that for the next season? But even I then, assume that's like, season five material. Yeah, yeah. but but even yeah. then, I was like, they really should have, you know, made us feel bad for Will, right? Like, it, it needs to be more a little bit, a little bit more craftsmanship should have been taken in there. So, but that 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 was the thing that I was talking about prior to the spoilers, 
where I was mm-hmm. like, it just felt really undercooked. Um, and then, you know, the whole heart of the campaign thing that just kind of felt like out of the blue. Um, yeah, they, they teased like the whole picture and stuff, but it wasn't, I don't know. It was, it was a little too late in the game for it. Like by episode eight and nine, I had already kind of been like, Oh, I totally forgot about the picture. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I, uh, my, my significant other mm-hmm. knew basically like after the first episode or maybe it was the first or second episode that you actually see Mike come to California to visit Will and Eleven. Uh, but like right after that second episode, she called it. She was like, he's, he's gay for Mike. And I was just like, no way. I was just like, you, I don't, I don't see it. So I can see where you're coming from, where you, you actually don't get a real taste of that until eight and nine yeah or maybe it was like the last episode of the of the first volume of in like i i will say like i i did get those hints like i immediately i was like oh yeah he's 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 gay for um but they're not significant at all but but that's the thing it's it's one of those things where like it's very much like you know in the closet which which makes sense but i i feel like they could have done a little bit more to make the the tribulation or the you know, his struggles a little bit more on screen with that. Um, mm. And yeah, it just, it, it, it didn't feel like it was, um, it, it was something that, that like, how do I explain it? Like it just, it needed a little bit more um, outside impact, right. That really made him feel isolated and alone. And at the end of the day, right. like, you know, everyone there is like supporting him, right. There wasn't like a, a moment, like it would have been really interesting if it did come out and Mike kind of freaked out, like that would have hurt him really bad. Right. And it would have created a fracture in the relationship. Um, and even if, if it didn't come out directly to Mike, but like have it, you know, like Mike be able to connect the dots. Like, I don't know. There just wasn't a whole lot of drama behind that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so that was my big critique. So, well, my thing was like on that front, um, how should I say? I, I feel like a there's there's a really big competition for attention that's going on, and in a yeah. lot of times, yeah. whenever they placed something like that, which obviously should get the time it, that it deserves, right? They play it whenever there's like so much more important shit on like the forefront of what's yeah. happening. It's like, oh, the end of the world is coming. It's like Hawkins. okay, yeah. I mean, like that that's that's not fun, right? But yeah. I mean, like we're gonna die. <laughs> so, uh, it, Vecna it's like, is in my dreams. Okay, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it, it's kind of like you have a little bit of that, and I think at the beginning, like that was it was better to kind of understand you know where he's coming from with a lot of that stuff rather than at the end when everything's more like okay, we gotta like save the world kind of thing. But um. I, I wish that they would have thrown like a little bit because I, I agree with you guys like whenever like this season started I very quickly even just from the way like that he, he looked and his mannerisms and things like that I could kind of tell like that was probably the line that they were going to be walking down and yeah. then whenever you started seeing those kind of moments right that they tried to put a spotlight on I was like okay yeah this is for sure what they're doing but I, I wish I would have seen, and maybe it's because I don't remember, or I wasn't looking for it then, but in season three, did they hint to that at all? Because I feel like I, I was not aware of that in the slightest bit in season three. I think there was one moment where they kind of hinted at it, and it was just with with Will um, freaking out in, in his um, fort, right? Um, okay. And I think that was, but even then, it was, you really couldn't tell if it was like a gay thing or if it was just a a platonic thing you know right. well that's so. the thing because it felt very it felt very full-on in this episode all of a sudden and i was like oh okay this is happening now yeah um but yeah so like that was kind of happening i also don't know if like i i didn't and maybe i'm stupid <laughs> but yes. i, I yes. thought no. that yes, yes, you are. <laughs> let me preface with that um i did not get that he was like gay necessarily for will i thought that he i shouldn't say gay for will. you that, mean for, for bad, mike but, for or mike. um for, for mike i'm sorry um I, I but i mean like i didn't know that he was kind of he had feelings like that for mike i thought that he was just struggling with his identity more so than specifically like having feelings for mike um 
because there, there was that that scene in season three where he's like what did you think we were gonna do just play D D for the rest of our lives and he's like yeah i'm like that sounds yeah he does he like does fun. say oh like, we can we can hang out every day and play nintendo and like that was that was the line where i was just like oh do you want to play nintendo every day of your life with with mike yeah well, That's I mean, all right, hold on a second. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily make someone like the love. No, interest. no, but but I think but th- I think that's that's the Duffer Brothers way of of telling you that Will wants to be with Mike mm-hmm. instead of him like telling somebody on screen that he like telling his brother or or like having a narrator come on and go well, this is, this is Will wishing he was with Mike. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, well, it, I mean, it was, it was very extremely subtle, you know, now I, I don't want to, and I, uh, sorry to cut you off, Mike, but no, no, I, I don't want to spend too much time on, on this because there's, there's plenty more to talk about. True, <laughs> but, true, true, um, true, true. But yeah, just putting that out there. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's go ahead and talk about <clears throat> the biggest thing about the, the story, which is we have this huge revelation of, of kind of how, the breach, the original breach happened um, into the into the upside down. And then we have basically who the, the mastermind of the whole thing is. Um, what did you guys think about this this new part of the narrative, like in the understanding that we now have for how this world works? Did you guys like what they did with with number one and everything like that and how they pieced it together? Um, let's go Dalton first. Yeah, I mean, I I, I didn't see it coming at first. Okay. Uh, and I know the the big bad of this story is Vecna. Yeah. And Vecna is known by two other aliases, and that's number one, mm-hmm. where basically like the exact opposite of Eleven. And then you also know him as, oh boy, what's his name when he's the, like a regular human kid? Oh, um, Henry. Right? Henry, that's yeah. right, yeah. yeah, Henry. And so you see... Henry, I'm just going to call him Henry. So you see Hen- different faces of Henry's life from being like a normal kid or quote unquote normal to him becoming one and then Vecna after. So I like how they did it. It, it wasn't very apparent to me and, until maybe like three quarters of the way through part one mm-hmm. of season four where I was just like, oh, okay, this is, I see what's happening now. And maybe for somebody who, you know, I, I watch a lot of fandom, but I'm not like, I'm more into it for like the lore and the story. And I'm not like super hyper into like the, you know, small details and the breadcrumb trails that are left. But uh, I thought it was really good. Uh, As far as them tying the mind flayer back into it uh, at the end, I'm just kind of, I, I wish they wouldn't, I wish they would just put that to bed. I feel like, them reintroducing the mind flayer is almost like them trying to make Will more relevant to the story, but I don't think they need to do that. Uh, they already kind of mentioned, or they had a Will had a line where he said, "Oh, I feel like like I'm tethered, almost like I'm marked by Vecna." So when they bring the mind flayer back into it, it's kind of just like I don't understand like why they would do that. It, I felt like it was it sufficed to just have Vecna walk like walk away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and so, you kind of saw it in Russia whenever they see that room filled with the smoke monster right, thing. Right. Right. Um, I, I'm pretty sure that's the mind flayer, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. And which I, you know, it's been a while since I watched the previous seasons, but when I saw that, I was just like, oh, that's cool. It's just a ball, like a ball of uh, upside down smoke or something like that. So I was just like, oh, that's really cool. Uh, and then I realized after they showed the mind flayer. And I was just like, oh, that's the mind flare. Now I remember. And I was just like, oh, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> yeah. 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 If, it, if it, it does feel like the it's it's kind of like it, it lacks a lot of focus, which it, it's always kind of done. Well, I, I shouldn't say that because season one, it was pretty good at keeping focus. Um, but whenever they started branching off into different groups, that's whenever it, it kind of can become a little discombobulated. I was really mm. hoping that they would, in a weird way, and that maybe this is me just wishful thinking, but I was kind of thinking it would be neat if uh, they were able to like walk through the upside down 
and get to Hawkins faster than they could actually travel or something. Maybe the upside down is much smaller than they realize or something like that. But I don't know. Um, that, that was just like a, an idea that I had whenever um, I was seeing them uh, fight all the uh, the demodogs in in, uh, mm-hmm. in Russia and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, uh, I, I would I mean, and I don't want to harp on all the, the negatives and stuff um, throughout this episode because there's a lot of really great moments Mm-hmm. Um, and do you care if I kind of jump into some of the, the good do moments? It. So my, my favorite moment was of course the, um, uh, w- w- what's her name? Uh, Max, right. Whenever mm-hmm. episode four, whenever Vecna almost gets her and then, uh, they start playing, um, Kate Bush. Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, that whole sequence was really well done with exception to one thing. And, this has kind of been a critique of mine. Man, I'm getting back into the critiques. Critique of mine when it comes <laughs> to the entire series is that they tend to show too much. Um, some of the lighting situations are too bright. Like, mm-hmm. And so, for instance, whenever you're in Vecna's little lair, right, the red lair, I was just mm-hmm. like, the entire time I was just like, this is way too bright. Like, it needs to be really toned down. It needs to be more ominous. And there was a moment where, like, she's running... And he stands up and it shows like his entire body and he just looks goofy, man. Like he looks, he looks like the Grinch. He looks like the Grinch. And I'm just kind of like, guys, like you don't have to show everything. Like it's the belly, I think. Yeah. The belly and like his legs just seem a little (laughs) weird. Um, But that's been a a critique of mine um, throughout the entire season, which is, I just feel like they show too much from a horror perspective, like a horror perspective, like, there needs to be a little more more like like oh the claws come out of the shadow rather than oh you see him walking up and stuff maybe just make it to where you just hear him and then suddenly the claws come out the other thing that started off really good yeah yeah and then after a while it was like okay he's just a full-fledged dude like talking at this point in conversation but uh um the other thing which i i tried so hard to get on board with was whenever Vecna killed people and mm-hmm. like their bones start snapping and stuff. And then mm-hmm. every time, whenever their jaw breaks, I'm like, this is the, just terrible CGI guys. This is so bad. Um, <laughs> it, yeah. It was the face. It was the face. Portion. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, in a way, like I was just like, you didn't even have to do that. You could have done the eye thing, which looked great. And then called it a day. You know, I wouldn't have been any more shocked from the jaw. Right. Uh, but whenever I did that jaw thing, I was just kind of like, oh, this is this is a little goofy. Like, um, so, yeah. So th- those are my critiques when it came to, like, the horror aspect of it. Um, but uh, but, yeah, overall, my, my favorite moment was definitely when um, that whole sequence with uh, Kate Bush and everything. So that was definitely one of the best um, scenes in the movie, for sure. I will say that, you know, I, I do or have, I should say, not as much recently, but I, I had especially one stage where I was a big, like, horror movie buff. Like, I loved horror movies. Um, and I think that they actually did a pretty good job with how they revealed it. Like, at the beginning, it was very, like, you know, minimalist, and they they really didn't, you know, introduce too much of it. And I think within about three, four episodes, that's whenever they started, you know, finally revealing more and more about this character. I don't have a problem with them, you know, you know, finally him being like a guy, basically, because he was a guy. And I feel like that was an important part of, you know, what they were right. going for with, you know, his character being um, Henry. So I, I liked that they did humanize him in that way. Um, personally, I really loved the learning more about the backstory of, um, you know, number one and all of the other kids that um what's his name was working on what was his name the the doctor dr brenner dr brenner dr brenner yes the dr brenner's working on that relationship is so perfectly creepy i loved it you know like Mm -hmm. the whole the whole like papa daughter thing i feel like at first it was like really cringy and it is but that's the thing like i i was like oh it's supposed to be cringy because it's freaking weird so Yeah, I actually like loved how that dynamic and how they did that. It always felt like the perfect bit of off um, whenever I heard it. And I like how in the end how he didn't get a free pass whenever he died either. 
he was like, you understand, don't you? Like, I was just trying to protect you. And I was going to be like, I was like, oh, come on. Like, yeah, no. Yeah. If, if 11 <laughs> yeah. him in that moment, I was going to be been, like, come I on. Pissed off. I been like, exactly. No. But I'm so no. glad that she stuck to her guns because like, I mean, like realistically, if any of us were in that situation, well, I, I can't say it. there's too much trauma there, but it's the trauma Rama <laughs> in this series. But um, yeah, like it would be, it's so easy, I suppose, to, for someone that you do on some level care about just to kind of like give them that happy ending away. Right. And then just deal with the problems in, in real life now that he's gone afterwards, but no, she didn't give him that free pass and I loved it. Um, so I think that was important. And, um, yeah, I, I liked how they, I, I really liked the agency that, um, Vecna had, um, with his own development. I liked that little conversation that Eleven and, and he had at the end um, whenever he had, like, you know, tied her and Max up, basically, in his little realm. And he was like, or she was like, you know, he made you into the monster that you are. And then he was like, no, like, I'm, or he was nothing but a man, you know, like an ordinary man. And he was like, you made me into this monster. And he enjoyed being the monster was his thing. Like, it, it goes mm-hmm. along with his backstory. So I yeah. really appreciate them having that fidelity to the origin of his character and the feelings that he had all the way throughout. Because um, he was just, at the end of the day, he was a cre- creepy psychopath with powers. And that's what we got. And so I I, I loved that. Um, well, and, and just, to, you know, how about that Robert England? uh cameo huh robert england he is the guy that plays freddy krueger he was the uh oh henry's dad in the in the in the cell yeah that's right sewn shut and everything i thought that was great so i mean part of it too is i i I really liked how they they didn't they 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 took inspiration from freddy but they didn't copy him and they they still wanted to tell their own story, but they weren't afraid to go. Yeah, guys, this is basically Freddy Krueger. Like this is what we're getting at. Like, um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I liked it. How I liked too how it was just like he would just possess him, and uh, in the middle of the day, you know, it didn't really matter um, if they were asleep or not. And then um, there was a couple times where like uh, there was a cool cool one at the end when Max gets possessed at the very end. Mm-hmm. And then Lucas starts like telling her like mean stuff. And then I'm like, Oh, like at first I was kind of like, Lucas, what the hell? And then eventually I was like, Oh shit. Like <laughs> he's just, hey, she's you possessed actually right thought now. that that was him at first. Initially, <laughs> like at the first, first line shit. line or, or to deliver it. I was like, Ooh, like, okay, that's a no. little unsettling. <laughs> and then afterwards I was like, Oh, okay. Like it's, it's him being possessed. So that's funny. Or her being uh, possessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed all of that. I love that that this character did not... He gave zero fucks, like, where you were or what you were doing. He'd be like, no, I'm sorry. Like, I'm going to possess your mind for a bit and potentially kill yeah. you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, that part was really cool. I There's one thing that I've, I really thought I was going to get more of in this, and that was whenever we did go to the Upside Down world. I thought we were going to get, like, see a lot more horror, like creatures there yeah but instead we just got the same thing that we've always had vecna and then the bats and, and i'm like and that's uh, the thing is like i feel like it's not scary enough whenever they go into the upside down anymore like yes the upside exactly. down needs to be mm-hmm. something where it's like there's weird creatures that are like you know kind of like grafted onto trees and stuff and they exactly, they reach out yeah. at you but they can't get you because they're you know they're grafted on the trees i also don't like the idea of like the high i, I really hated the whole hive mind uh vine thing because yeah. i'm like that's not scary that's stressful like there's a difference you know <laughs> that's not like scary that's mm-hmm. stressful yeah. and, and i was <laughs> like i was like oh this just like gives me anxiety with them like hopping around and stuff like that like but um, it feels very much like a you problem. But, but, yeah. it, but I, I like <laughs> yeah, the, but I like the idea of like, oh, you know, they can run into other monsters and they aren't going to like they aren't a unified mind. So they're not going to like yeah, just agree. tattle on them and stuff. And that gives them, you know, chances to kind of break up the monotony a little bit. Um, it's a super so, convenient plot device. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. To, to your point, it's it's almost like now you've seen so much of the of the Hawkins in the Upside Down that 
what like now if they add more to it like more monsters like you're saying it's almost gonna be like it's almost gonna feel like they're just pulling it out of their ass because because it wasn't there before right where were they before so yeah exactly that's why i was really hoping that we were gonna get more or or something but yeah so we're missing i feel like we haven't touched nearly on like two of the best characters i feel like go for it i'm totally biased uh i'll save the the I don't know. I, I love them equally, but number one was Eddie Munson. How did you like Eddie? Oh, I, I loved Eddie Munson. I, Eddie was sick. Yeah, Eddie he was, was great. super sick. Uh, Such I, a good performance. I, yeah, I gotta yes. say, I was a little upset that they killed him off. It felt a little, little oh, cheap. It, I was pissed. Is like, he dead? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, it, it felt a little cheap, and then it also, um, it's like, and I know this sounds terrible, but, like, like it, it, I didn't feel as much as if I would if it was like Dustin who died, right? Like, or something like that. Where with, when Eddie died, I'm like, okay, we got like, you know, he's only seven, been here for a season, yeah, maybe yeah. seven episodes total, eight, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're afraid in. to kill off the main cast, basically. Oh, but, yeah, the plot yeah. armor is so strong in this show, it's strong with this one. That's the thing, too, is like whenever they refuse to kill Max off, I'm like, man, that would have been so devastating for yeah. the group. Like, well, let that trauma fester and turn into good drama, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. and they, they were like, no, we're going to keep her alive for some reason or something. And I'm just kind of like, OK, guys, like, so oh, go ahead. to to your point, did you guys ever watch uh, Sabrina on Netflix? No, that new one. Uh, yes, no. I did. Actually, I did. Yeah. OK, so so Sean might not understand it as much, but do you remember Sean never when... understands anything? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right, so so I'll I'll kind of tie it back to Sabrina a little bit but yeah. because this is kind of where I thought that they were going to go but I I don't think that we are actually going to see Max again. I, I I think if you saw at the end L goes into her mind and there's nothing there. Mhm. Like Max isn't there so and then she's like screaming Max's name to try to see if she's there and she's not. Yeah, I I got the vibe from that that we are going to see her again. It's just that she her mind now needs to be like rescued in season five. Mm. That's what that's okay, what I got from it. Um, so the yeah. how I kind of wanted to tie it back to Sabrina was when I can't remember the character's name, but she's the black woman mm-hmm. and she gets with um what is Sabrina's boyfriend's name. Oh gosh! If I not remember. not not Nick, the right. redheaded one, the the black well, the black girl that's Sabrina's friend. She kind of like, not goes blind, but she has like that vision or whatever. Yeah, you know. So I kind of felt like that was gonna be like now Max is like now that Max has been like tampered with technically mm-hmm. or marked kind of similarly to Will. Now she's gonna like have some sort of like power, and I hope to goodness they do not do that personally yeah. i don't want that to happen i i almost i almost really did want it's funny because now that i'm saying it out loud it it, it sounds really bad but i almost really did want max to die because mm-hmm. but i think i only wanted max to die so i could actually see some emotion come out of well, that's Lucas. yeah that's the thing is that like well you wouldn't have gotten that emotion that you wanted yeah. that payoff was never coming let me tell you true, that true, true, so true. it's probably good that he that she wasn't killed off because he, he needs, I think, some more lessons in that department. Um, but yeah, I think I think overall, I, I, just to be clear, like, are we talking about the, in Sabrina, the blind one? Yes. Okay, yeah. yes. All right, cool, cool, cool. I know you're talking about. Um, yeah, so it, I, I really hope that they don't go down that path as well. But we'll have to see. I, I have a feeling it's going to be, you know, what I mentioned, but I could easily be wrong. Um, one in, other important thing... How do you feel about Hopper being back? Oh, what what was your? I mean, like we we all love Hopper, right? Like, there's no oh, getting yeah. around. That was the second the character I was talking about. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Go go ahead. Like, let's, let's talk about him a little bit. Uh, I mean, every scene he was in was was great. The mm-hmm. the all the Russians making fun of him and being like, "Idiot, this guy's not eating," and he's just like, "Because they don't yeah. understand." Uh, to him going getting to the church and you you just feel this relief with Hopper because he's like sticking his hand in a huge jar of peanut butter <laughs> right uh, and then just having it all ripped away from him and he's just like no like he and 
all the way up to him just like the moment he has the sword, like he picks up the sword oh, and yeah. he's like about to go like one on one with the Demogorgon, like is so epic. And I was laughing, but laughing because of how badass it was that exactly, yeah. this small town drunk fat cop turned into this like <laughs> skinny badass and like and when he just cut the head off the demogorgon i stood up and i like yelled and i was just so hype uh, i love I'll, hopper i'll say like a lot of my i realized this in this season a lot of my security my feeling of security in this show is tied to how hopper is doing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't feel safe unless hopper is safe or he's right. around or something to take care of shit because um or, or 11, I suppose, but it, it has to be one of those two, because otherwise I feel like the head is cut off the chicken when we're running around. We don't know what we're doing. Um, but yeah, with with Hopper specifically, I mean, my eyes rolled to the tippy top of my head whenever I saw that he was alive still, because I was like, I knew this was going to happen. They would not kill off this guy, but uh, I was really secretly hoping that they would have the balls to do it. Oh, um, no. But no, especially th- not after killing uh I think his name is Sean. Yeah. Oh no, wait. Is it Sean? It, it it's Sean? his yeah. uh, that's his real name in, in real life is, is Sean. But Oh yeah. I know him by Samwise Gamgee. So. Yeah, I can't there you go, yeah. what his character's <laughs> name was, but yeah. But so. if that was that was like a minor kill off though. Like I mean, he was never like that. I mean, he was obviously in the series, but he was never like huge in the series like Hopper was, right? Yeah. And so like I was just like, eh, you know, minor character kill whatever, but I really thought that Hopper was going to be gone potentially, but and the fact that he was like right he was actually just like right there like you just couldn't see him he was just down like a level slightly i was just like really like that's what they're doing okay whatever um but regardless though i i am glad that the the season would have been far worse without him though so i am glad that they brought him back every time i see him on screen it's amazing i always have such a good time whenever he's there he was such a badass seeing him in russia um yeah just like Everything, everything that I could have wanted out of that character, I got this season. That was like for sure the one character I really feel like was a hundred percent fulfilled with um, what people wanted to see of them. For sure. Uh, um, what did you guys think about like eleven in this in this season? Like as far as her, you know, character growth or her arc, I, I guess I should say. Of her losing her powers and then having to gain them back again, what was your guys' take on that, uh, Sean? Uh, yeah, I thought it was it was kind of cliche, you know. Yeah. Um, it, they, how do I explain it? It's it's one of those where it needed to be done. Um, I just I wasn't fully on board with uh, what was that other doctor's name i can't remember his name but um the, the mean doctor or the, no, good the, doctor? the, the nice doctor um, owens owens yeah and he was just you know he 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 came out and made this case where it's like you know hawkins is in trouble and yada yada, yada. i'm like where are you getting all this information bro like I'm just, I was kind of like, he's got, he's got peeps around the area. Yeah, I'm like, you're in, you're in California. Like what? Like, and so it was just one of those where he, he felt very like a convenience type of character. Yeah. Another plot um, device. Yeah. Yeah. More plot devicey. Uh, I did like, uh, that whole process of her discovering her, her origins and remembering it. Right. Um, but I, I don't know. I just, I, and I, I, I appreciate the, the closure that she got with, with Dr. Brenner and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was one of those, like, I, I don't know how I would have done it differently, but I was just kind of like, eh, like it, it's good. But it, it was one of those, I, I thought it could have just, they could have done something different. How that would have been, I don't know. But, um, but yeah, the whole idea of taking 11 and then leaving the kids with, these agents, even though they know like there's a internal coup with the military taking place. Like I was kind of like, no, you should probably take those kids with you. Like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but, and then sure enough, it proved like that, that whole sequence where with the gunfight in the house was really cool. Um, yeah. you know, it was a one shot sequence, but it didn't feel like, how do I explain it? It, it didn't feel integral to the story. Like, like the mm-hmm. whole the band 
though of the kids when trying to figure out where 11 is and stuff like that i was kind of like this is so like kind of needless obstacles is what it, it well it was like, like having that one organization also battling the military while all of the other stuff is going on felt like you know just too many hands in the kitchen kind yeah, of thing yeah right so so I I, yeah i i could definitely agree with you there Th- that was I, probably the weakest uh plot for me was um was the california stuff like yeah uh, but, however i did love the 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 flashbacks with vecna and or with one and 11 and that whole dynamic between 11 and one i thought was uh amazing like i thought that was great but uh um, yeah it was whenever they went into real time or real life right that's whenever i was kind of like oh yeah we're we're in this weird facility in the middle of nowhere kind of thing yeah because um, we got to get our powers back, you know, so for me, it just felt super convenient that it was like, oh, the only way for you to get your powers back is for us to give you is for us to show your backstory, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was just like, really, guys, we're going to go down this route. Like I would have I would have them do it some other way because it felt very like, OK, like so basically we're going to have to figure out her whole um backstory of what happened before she gets her powers back it didn't it didn't necessarily feel like this made sense that she was now more powerful kind of thing yeah um but yeah what about you dalton yeah i i you know she plays such a she's such an an integral character to the story Mm -hmm. but it, it was it was mostly you know there, there really was. I didn't feel like there was a whole lot of development because, as much as you did see it, L, she, there really was no development until she was back in the facility. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked seeing the whole process of her exploring her memories to figure out what happened. Uh, it, the one thing I didn't like about it, though, I will say, is that it felt like Doctor Brenner already knew the answer, but in the past he. You literally see in episode one, he's like, 11, like, what did you do? Because she had already blown uh, one into the upside down with her powers as he was, like, right before he walks in the door. So to him, it looks like L killed everybody, but he treats, but they didn't show that in. They were trying to have their cake and eat it, too, is what it kind of felt like, yeah. Yeah, it felt like Dr. Brenner already knew the answer, but he shouldn't he, have, he, and he didn't act like towards Eleven like if she actually did kill all those kids. So it didn't really match up f- for me. Right. Um, but I, I do enjoy Eleven as a character. Um, her lifting up the pod was a little, like, lackluster. It was literally just hel- to be like, I have powers again. Can't you see? I feel like, <laughs> I feel like they... I, I wish she would have just seen that and then like had that vision that she had and then like then have the military storm in and then have her like power awakening moment her pulling yeah the, yeah the helicopter yeah. down yeah. it was like it would have been much more suspenseful if they did that right right yeah so but i i did enjoy it when she pulled the helicopter down i was just like yeah it was really cool yeah i was rooting for um so um, i i wanted to go i wanted to like figure out whether or not like they actually like cra- like I don't know if they could like crash a helicopter like that, but one thing I did notice that if you look at the scene, she's like pretty far away from where mm-hmm. it happened. So like I wouldn't be surprised if the explosion was real, but if it was, that'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, how they honestly how they did it. I remember whenever the helicopter hit the ground and it was slicing everything while it did it. I was like, oh man, this looks really cool yeah. and realistic. I feel like so I I did actually think it was pretty cool looking. Um. But yeah, is there? We we should probably get to wrapping up. Is there any other things that you want to talk about last minute, real quick? Um, so yeah, I mean, I think the the standout cast right is um, it's uh, Erica and then Eddie, mm-hmm. uh, Steve. I mean, Steve is I, I, he should be in the MCU at this point. Like he's just so charismatic. <laughs> it's insane. Like mm-hmm. and yeah, the I entire time, like him and Nancy, there's have so much more chemistry than Jonathan. Like oh, yeah. um, it's it's crazy. Dustin is still probably the best. I, I think he's probably the best child actor in, in the group. Um, 
like I think Millie Bobby Brown is is right there, and so is uh, Sadie Sink, right? But um, Dustin really just every time he's on screen, it's he it's brings just, it. Yeah, it's delightful, right? Um, and he just knows how to keep you engaged too with his. About acting. to say he's very charismatic. Period. Yeah. It looks like mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, I think uh, you know, I think overall the the uh, the plot with the kids in Hawkins was great. Like um, I really, I I actually really loved uh, that weirdo basketball. Uh, team captain that when Jason. Jason yeah he goes on that vendetta right to oh my get god Eddie. that was so yeah, was I forgot about that that was yeah. so crazy <laughs> it was just like I was and I was watching it and I was like this is amazing like this is so good like it was so unsettling and I was like this is actually how people fucking talked in the back well, in the day I guarantee it like that's um, the thing it was so absurd and ridiculous that you're like but but like that was actually so everyone yeah. knows like that was actually a thing as far as like uh, yep, like yep. D&D being like you know tied to like cults and everything like that and like that was like a huge thing where people were banning D&D because they thought it was like I, this you know way to like worship the devil and stuff like that I, so, I, I remember I got in a in a uh, argument on Twitter and someone was like I'm, I'm like I don't know that I felt that it was a little triggering that they you know uh, like turned it all to like this cultish kind of thing and I was like that literally happened like they did yeah. that like yeah. <laughs> that that wasn't like any you know outstanding imagination like that, yeah. that was and, literally and leave happened. it like, to <laughs> these small town like you know hi- highly religious yeah. folks to like you know try to organize something like that and take them down themselves regardless of what the police said yeah. by the way which I thought was yeah hilarious but I, I that whole scene I, I or that whole scene that whole storyline I actually did like and I bought uh, more than anything else yeah. I, because it was so ridiculous and I was constantly like this is so crazy I can't believe this is happening but I'm like yeah. this these kind of things did happen so um, so yeah and I, I really like I mean uh, Robin is great I think she she does a good job so there were mm-hmm. there were two things that, that I'm reminded of because we were talking about Jason and Robin right so Jason yeah he like gets in the fight with Lucas, right? He falls to the ground and then somehow like the split like goes right through him when it comes to the the upside down like um, you know, gate that opens up. Did you notice that? Yeah. Yeah, and it, it just and it just cuts right through him and I was like that was a nice way to just get rid of that character, I guess. Um <laughs> very convenient. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Right down the middle, like literally, it, yeah. they could have done it to where like maybe it, it his head fell off or something. No, they're just gonna cut him right down the middle. I can't yeah. stand that whenever movies and TV shows do that, where it's like the perfect splice down the middle. Anyways, right. um, and then uh, Robin and her whole like uh, her being into that girl, right? Like mm-hmm. I just, it's one of those. It's such a long series that like I totally forgot that she was into that girl. And whenever she showed up, Mm -hmm. I was like, that looks like Vecna's sister. Like, you know, (laughs) and I was like, I was like, who is that? And she like acted all nervous. And I was like, wait, is that the girl that like the band girl that she's into? And then that's a plot line for season five. Yeah. (laughs) And I was just kind of like, I was like, Oh man, like I totally forgot that even existed. So I think that's part of it is like, you know, it's essentially yeah they're calling it's it episode scale issue but it's it's a movie that is literally like you know 12 hours long right um yeah. and so i'm just kind of like a lot of those different you know things just get lost um yeah uh, and that was one of those where i was like i was already lost and whenever it happened i had to like connect it and i wasn't even paying attention to what they were talking about and i was just like oh man they really like kind of shoehorned this in so, but, yeah. um, but yeah, those are the two things that I was kind of like, okay, whatever, but <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, there is a lot that we talked about. There's more stuff that we didn't get a chance to talk about. Um, next time I think we'll budget a little bit more time for the, like, you know, to encompass an entire series. Um, yeah, this is a big yeah, one too. So. This was a huge, well, yeah, yeah, this is not a normal size series either. This was movie after movie after movie basically. So uh, but anyways, uh, so let's go ahead and end it there. Uh, let's get the final ratings. Um, Sean, let's go ahead and start with you. What are you going to give it? I'm going to give it a um, an 88. I think it's an 88. Um, 
I I think it's definitely worth the watch um, the entire way through. You're you're going to enjoy yourself. Yeah, we've nitpicked in this podcast a little bit, but I think even with those nitpicks, like it's such a delightful series that you really it behooves you not to like just get engrossed in it. So yeah, fair yeah. enough. Dalton, what about you? Is this out of a hundred? This is out of a hundred. Hmm. Actually, one hundred twenty-seven. So yeah, one hundred twenty-seven point three to be exact. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> Uh, I would say an 85. Uh, I really liked it. And to Sean's point, the the nitpicking is done during what feels like the most insignificant parts of the show because when they're significant and there's a lot of good moments, they are they shine really bright and they kind of overshadow all of the stuff that we kind of nitpicked. So I do think the show is at least the season is really solid. Uh, so yeah, 85. All right. For me, I'm going to go ahead and give it, I think objectively, um, four, (laughs) 2%. Um, no, I think objectively I'm going to have to give it, I I would say an 80% as well. Um, it's not exactly like, this is why I have such a tough time because it's not, it's really not like right up my alley as far Mm. as like what I like, but objectively I do know that this was good. So 80%. For objectivity, for me and my personal liking, it would probably be more around a 70%. Um, so, yeah, let me just put it there. Yeah. Normally, I don't splice it up like that, but I just feel like I it deserves it for this one to yeah. have the very objective it, view. And this this one, for me, it, it is up my alley. The music, the, yeah. the scenes, the I, I love it, like, you know, basically whenever we get horror stories with child actors that that any sort of Stephen King stuff is always up my alley. So yeah. Um, yeah. This one's definitely um, made for me. It's not made for you, Mike. It's made for me. Okay. (laughs) That's it. I just have to remember that. (laughs) Not everything's made for me. It's all for you. Um, (laughs) All right, guys, that's going to wrap up this episode. Thank you all very much for joining us. Dalton, thank you very much for coming around. Um, This is the second podcast. Or that you and I have done together now, so this is awesome. Um, yeah, I enjoyed myself very much. It, it was nice to finally talk to some other people who enjoyed Stranger Things. <laughs> I, I, I got to prove to you that I have friends, so that's fun too. <laughs> um, but anyways, I uh, can't wait to have you back on for more in the future. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, we're going to go ahead and end it off there. So thank you very much for joining us. Yep, no problem. Thank you. So I should mention, where can they find you also? Yeah, so I am on Twitter at HoyoCast. That's H-O-Y-O-C-A-S-T. And you can check out my podcast that I do with Pharaoh, and that is The Resonance, which is a weekly Genshin Impact podcast where we cover all the updates going on in the world of Tavat and the game Genshin Impact. Uh, Other than that, that's it. All right, perfect. Well, um, all right, so let me go ahead and finish it off there, everyone. Don't forget to leave a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcast. We will be having a um, poll for if you would click or skip on this particular season, Stranger Things Season 4, on Spotify. You can interact with that if you'd like. That's always a lot of fun to see what you guys think. And, yeah, that's pretty much going to do it. So thank you all very much for listening, and we will see you next time. Peace.